Greetings, everyone. This is Terry Naturally with another edition of Terry Talks Nutrition. We're here every Saturday and Sunday morning from 8 o'clock until 9 o'clock Central Standard Time, and we are here primarily for you. There are very few outlets, very few platforms, and very few anywhere that wants to be a spokesperson for health and nutrition. Doctors don't teach health and nutrition. They don't provide help. They are chasing diseases and trying to find ways to stop disease. Well, the best way to stop disease is by preventing the disease, and that is with food as your best medicine and supplements that can fill the gap of those foods that may be deficient in certain vitamins and minerals. Our body runs only on vitamins and minerals and other accessory food factors for the health of our body. And that's why we're here. We want you to understand that you and I are the only ones responsible for our health. We are the ones that can improve our health or we can neglect our health and let it deteriorate to a point where we have so much destruction, then we need to go to the doctor for a drug. Don't let it happen. You can stop the deterioration of your body and you can prevent diseases, even viral diseases, viral infection. Your body health is what keeps you healthy and to prevent diseases and including bacterial, viral, and fungal infection. When we have diseases or so-called diseases because of COVID-19, some people get mildly sick. Some people don't even get any symptoms. Some people get very, very sick. And for several weeks, they feel like a truck ran over them. And they are saddled with long-term, or they call long-haul, symptoms because of the infection from the viral COVID-19 infection or virus. Some people die. What is the factor that determines whether or not you have a mild infection or a very strong and lengthy infection and if you are saddled with long-haul symptoms that just don't seem to go away. Extreme fatigue, hair loss, even toes that change and show the symptoms of the viral infection. And you heard that there are mutations of the virus. How does the virus mutate? When the virus enters a body, you or I or someone else, 
the health of our body and the vitamins and minerals that we need to maintain a healthy body, especially four vitamins and two minerals, that keeps us healthy. And we may get mildly sick, but because we may be missing a nutrient like zinc or selenium, and especially in this case, I am extremely convinced that in this case, selenium is the most important mineral. And there are over 3 billion people on this earth that have been deficient in selenium, about 2 billion individuals on zinc, with all the other unhealthy individuals, those that are obese, and we have about 45 to 50% of Americans who are classified as obese, grossly overweight, type 2 diabetes, heart disease, high blood pressure. All these conditions create an unhealthy body. So the virus, in the absence of selenium, mutates. It changes. It changes into a virus that is a killer. In fact, in animal and human studies, they have shown that individuals on a diet including selenium withstand the viral infection very well. They may get a little sick, but they're not going to get all the side effects and they're not going to die. But in studies with animals that are on a diet Excluding selenium, almost 80 to 90 percent of those animals will die. I know there's a lot of talk about zinc and vitamin D, and rightly so. They should be. We should talk about them because they make us healthy. But the fastest way to gain a condition of more of a normal environment where we go back to at least as close as we could prior to COVID-19, they think the vaccine is the best way because it covers a lot of people that would not want to change their diet or don't care about their diet or don't care how they live. So at least the vaccine will help those kinds of people. But if you don't want a vaccine, but you want to remain healthy and you want to have a strong immune system to protect your body against COVID-19 or any viral infection, then we need vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin E, vitamin D, zinc, and selenium. And in my research, and I have read hundreds of studies on selenium. And there are thousands of studies. I can't read all of those. But I read many of them. And they all come down to the same fact that if we have somewhere between 100 to 200 micrograms, MCG micrograms, of selenium daily, don't take too much. 
We never want to take more than what is required or necessary. In some cases, it's okay, but you don't want to take too much zinc. 30 to 60 milligrams is more than enough. And in selenium, you don't want to go past 400 micrograms. Maybe I do. I'm up to about 500 to 550. But I don't recommend that for anybody unless you talk to your doctor. But selenium makes a difference as to whether or not that virus is a mild case of infection or a blown out case of infection where you might die. And selenium actually improves cardiovascular disease, protects the heart, protects against inflammation. It's an antioxidant. It's an anti-inflammatory. It's a very powerful, I can't say enough about selenium and all the research that has been done by many, many scientists to show that selenium makes the difference. When that virus enters our body, it's a viral infection or possible viral infection. But if we don't have selenium, that virus is going to mutate. So when when you hear on the news that now we have the Delta strain, where did it come from? It came from somebody. When they had a viral infection without having zinc and selenium to protect against mutation, that virus mutates in the individual's body and then they pass it on as a new, stronger strength strain of viral infection. Health is the difference between how we can live a good quality of life, filled with health, filled with vitality, and to strengthen against all kinds of diseases, not just viral infection, but all diseases. And we may abuse our body over decades. But if we change our lifestyle and go to a high-quality protein diet with high-quality fats and low-carbohydrates low and no sugar, and if you do that strictly... I don't care what you have wrong with you. But you will see an improvement within three months. You'll feel so much better. I don't care how old you are or what condition you're trying to struggle against. Even cancer. They are showing so many benefits from natural botanical extracts like curcumin, boswellia, andrographis, French grapeseed extract, melatonin, all of these are more effective than drugs in animal studies. Cancer studies cannot be done in humans with natural products. The only recommended, approved by the AMA, the FDA, and all of the associated medical communities, you know, you can only treat cancer with surgery, chemo, and radiation. So to do studies on natural products, you have to use animal studies. 
and melatonin, andrographis, grapeseed extract, curcumin outperform all the chemo drugs today. But now, the only thing is, you got to make sure you get the right botanical extracts, the highest quality. Because if they are adulterated, if they are cheap, if they use a incorrect processing of how they extract these herbal extracts, you will get no benefit. So you have to trust, you have to find a company that you trust that has those botanical extracts as medicinal products that outperform chemo drugs. They will. And if you want to stay on chemo drugs, that's all your freedom of choice. And I always encourage you always to talk to your doctor when you're on any drugs and you're going to take natural supplements. But all the research has shown that when chemo is used to treat cancer in animals and it's also combined with a natural botanical alternative, the natural alternative makes the drug more effective at a lesser, lesser dosage which provides less toxicity. All these cancer drugs are highly toxic. And in many cases, the drug kills the patient before the cancer does. So our body's health is what determines how we have, or whether we do not have, infection or heart disease or high blood pressure or type 2 diabetes, or metabolic syndrome. All of these conditions are based on what we put into our mouth. What we eat. You know, they always say, you are what you eat. Absolutely. Because what we eat and what we put into our body affects every cell in our body and produces either a healthy cell or over a long period of time, like cancer can take decades before it is diagnosed. So we need to make healthy cells from healthy foods, not junk. And in in an article I just saw recently, 90% of the food that kids eat is junk. Not healthy nutrition. What's going to happen to the next several generations coming up and eating nothing but junk. Nothing but refined and processed, sugar-laden carbohydrates with chemicals, coloring, sugar. Not even food. It's manufactured in a factory, manufactured in a laboratory, not grown by nature. We should be going back to good animal protein. Healthy fats like olive oil, avocado oil, pecan oil, macadamia nut oil, coconut oil, not the vegetable oils, not the oils that are safflower seed oil, sunflower seed oil, peanut oil, corn oil, soybean oil, canola oil. They're all bad for us. They're all junk. And they change our body chemistry. Because they are so inexpensive and so highly processed 
that they use it in the manufacturing of packaged foods because it's cheap. But it has the wrong and too high of a level of omega-6 fatty acids, which is a pro-inflammatory oil. Causes inflammation. Food either causes inflammation or stops inflammation, depending on what we eat. And vegetable oils are very pro-inflammatory. Make inflammation. Causes your body to be highly inflamed. Your heart, your joints, all of your body. Along with carbohydrates and sugar. Those three are the most inflammable products you can consume. They inflame your joints and all of your organs and glands. And inflammation is the number one cause of all diseases. So we can make ourselves healthy if we choose. It's your choice. I choose to follow a very good quality protein diet with high fats. Four to six. I take, actually, I drink the olive oil. I don't drink it out of the bottle, but I don't waste it by putting it on top of a salad. I take it off the spoon. I consume about four to six tablespoons a day of very, very high polyphenol extra virgin olive oil. And I go through about probably a pound of butter a week or a week and a half. So we need good fats and good protein. We need to build muscle and strength over our course of time. Carbohydrates and sugar make us fat. Whether it's complex carbohydrates or refined processed. Either way, we are eating too many carbohydrates. And primarily 90% of them are refined and processed. So we're eating nothing but sugar. And that's why 45 to 50% of Americans are obese. Think about that. That's about 150 million people, 200 million people that are fat, obese. In one research study I saw, 91% of all Americans are too fat. That would be considered to be healthy. And 18% of children are obese. That's, I just can't believe that. But it is true. The studies show it. 18% of children are obese. Grossly, grossly overweight. And these young kids are going to be the future generation that's going to rule this country. This country is crazy enough now. Just think of what it's going to be when these kids can't think, don't have an education, can't process anything. We are not the strongest country in the world anymore. It's sad to say. We are the sickest country in the world. And with that, we're going to go down the tube. So we need to change everything about our body. And I just pointed out about the COVID-19 virus. It's the health of your body. 
that determines how sick you get or whether you die or not. So when people die, they may have a known or absolutely unknown underlying health cause. Maybe, maybe they have fatty liver disease and don't know it because it is not easily recognized. So we need to get our body back in a healthy condition. If you want to be healthy, there are things we can do. And we talk about those conditions all the time right here on Terry Talks Nutrition. And you can go to my website, terrytalksnutrition.com. And there you can listen to my radio show live anywhere around the world by just going on the live section of the radio show. If you're out someplace around the world, you would have to change your times wherever you are to be on the same time we are here in the Central Standard Time in the Midwest of the USA. Or you can go into the, into the archive section of the radio show and pull up any radio show that you want at any time and listen at your convenience. Take it with you. Or listen on, listen on YouTube or on podcast. We have many, many different platforms for you to follow us. And right now we have about 20,000 people that listen to the radio show. We have over 250,000 people that follow my website, Terry Talks Nutrition. And look, folks, we spend a lot of time talking about health and nutrition. And I want to inspire you, if you want health, it's there for you. It's not someone else that's going to change your health. The doctor will never change your health. Never. Even though that doctor means teacher. They're not teaching you about health and nutrition. They have about six minutes of their time with each patient, which is about enough time to write out a script and have you fill it out and take the drug. And then if you're lucky, you won't need another drug to treat the side effects of the first drug, but many will. Many will require a second drug to try to put out the side effects of the first drug. And drug companies are laughing all the way to the bank. Because drug companies grow and provide a huge payback to the shareholders by selling more drugs. And they can only sell more drugs to sick people. If you're not sick, you won't need drugs. So they're not going to teach you about health. No one's going to teach you about health. But unless you have a passion to want to be healthy, then it's time to pay attention, not only to my radio show, but you can listen to many other radio shows or read more books. In fact, I want you to read more books. Because you listen to me an hour. And sometimes I get off where I want to go sometimes. It's like, you know, I don't let the subject of my topic get in the way of what I want to say. So regardless of what I'm going to talk about today, I might digress and get off the, you know, I get on top of my soapbox and just go. I think it's too important 
to, to, to let you know that you can change. You can change. I don't care who you are, how, how old you are, what condition you have. You can change. All you have to do is want to. And have the discipline to stay with it. Because it's not easy. You're going to have to give up some of your most desired foods. And it's going to take some time. It's not going to be an overnight change. It might take several months. It might take six months. But you will definitely, guaranteed, see changes in your life. If you follow a healthy diet, a healthy lifestyle, you will become healthy. But Americans today don't do that. They don't get enough sleep. They eat all the wrong food. They eat tons of carbohydrates and sugar. That's about 80 to 90% of the American diet. 80, 80 to 90% carbohydrates and sugar. And elderly people are so frail because they're not eating enough protein to make muscles. We need muscles all of our life. We don't need muscles to bodybuild. We don't need muscles to lift weights overhead. We need muscles to be able to get out of a chair without somebody else pulling us out of the chair. And to go up the steps. And to walk five, six, seven, eight miles a day when you're on tour or so doing something. We need to be healthy. And you can do it. Now I'm going to be pausing here for a moment because it's time to take a break for some commercials. But when I come back, we're going to start talking about how to treat arthritis in dogs. And we're talking about two brain-building foods. We're going to fix your swollen ankles and your swollen feet. And we're going to talk about breast cancer awareness is for men too. And the nutrient of the day is benfotamine. We'll talk about that shortly. And sleep medications affect older adults not very positively. And where do you keep your fat? Where your fat is on your body determines certain conditions. We'll talk about all of that and more right here on Terry Talks Nutrition. I'm Terry Naturally. And all I'm here is to help improve the health of America, even just one person at a time. If only one person would listen, I would be happy. But the more, the better. Because you can make a difference. Really, truly. I've done it in my own life. I've talked to thousands of people across the country that have changed their lives and not with drugs. Drugs are not the answer. But that doesn't mean I'm telling you to go off your drugs. Talk to your doctor. We'll come back right after this right here on Terry Talks Nutrition. And welcome back, my friends. I'm Terry Naturally, and if you've just joined us, we are starting the last portion of our program today. We'll be here to the top of the hour. We have a lot more to share in the next 30 minutes or so. So don't go away. Something here could strike you and change your life. Just one, you know, when I go to seminars and lectures, some of them are way over my head. I go to a lot of medical conferences. 
But if I just learned one thing, and one thing changed my life, or one thing I thought I could use to help change other people's lives, that was a successful seminar or a successful lecture. And it could be the same for you. I don't know what's going to affect you. I don't know how you're going to take some of the things that are being said. But maybe one thing will change your life. And now maybe we can change the lives of our dogs. I have a dog. And I want the best for her. So she gets the best food, the best water. Uh, I don't give her. I don't give her junk food. I don't give her any puppy puppy treats, like at some coffee shops. They want to. Oh, get, oh, you got your dog with you today. You want a puppy puppy treat? Nah. My dog gets good food, not junk. So, over time, your dog is like you, like I. And they can have arthritis too. Osteoarthritis. And it's the most common form of arthritis in humans and in dogs as well. The most common source of chronic pain in dogs. In fact, one in four dogs will be diagnosed with arthritis. And larger dogs, the large breed dogs, because of their size, suffer more from arthritis than the smaller dogs. And even today, your dog may be showing the first signs of arthritis if he or she are reluctant to jump on a couch or climb stairs. They're careful about lying down and slow to get up. They're stiff. Think about yourself. Sometimes you can barely get out of bed. You're so stiff. Well, the same symptoms you have from your arthritis, your dog may be suffering from as well. Or perhaps they're limping a bit more in the morning because they're not quite flexible and mobile after lying down, sleeping through the night. And they are less interested in running and playing. Now, my little female Australian Shepherd is 12 years old. And she has no problems getting up, no problems running, no problems getting, running upstairs or downstairs. She's in really, really good health. And that's health. It's health comes from how we take care of ourselves and our pets. So there really is a lot of help that we can provide for the arthritic dog. But not NSAIDs. Not the drugs, the steroids, which many vets like to use. We want to go without medication if we can. The same suggestions that I would give you as a person, I would recommend for arthritic dogs that would apply to their arthritic joints. First of all, if they're overweight, lose some weight. 
And they are like Americans, like you and I, human beings. 56% of American dogs are overweight or obese. Why? <laughs> because we are. And we feed our dogs like we feed ourselves. 45 to 50% of American human beings, regardless of race, are obese. 18% of children are obese. And 56% of American dogs are overweight or obese. So weight loss just means less pressure on painful joints. Try to find ways. I never let my, my, my Australian Shepherd, she would rather ride everywhere all day Sometimes we'll go, she'll be in the car with me for three or four or five hours. She loves to just go with me. I will get out and do some errands. Or I'll get out and go to the office for a few minutes. I never let her in the car too long because it's not good for them to be cramped up in one position or, or depending on the heat of the day. And I never, never, ever would have given her a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory. But there are many natural anti-inflammatories that both humans and canines can use. So instead of using these NSAIDs that damage the gut in both people and dogs, sometimes people are prescribed NSAIDs like ibuprofen and Celebrex, which destroy the gut, among other issues, So dogs are prescribed the same. Like Remicade. They can cause gastrointestinal problems and even liver disease. Here we have our dogs suffering from arthritis and we give them drugs that cause additional problems. Let's try to find a way, a solution that we can deal with the arthritis and not inflict them with other conditions like gastrointestinal damage of the gut or bleeding of the gut or liver disease. And this is all happening to humans as well. So you can safely relieve your dog's pain with curcumin. Researchers compared the effects of curcumin versus NSAIDs, the drugs that are on the market for inflammation in dogs with arthritis. And this was a study that lasted 20 days by giving them curcumin. Curcumin acted on double the number of inflammatory genetic pathways as the drugs did. Curcumin works on multiple, multiple pathways at a variety of levels of those pathways. So it's like a pharmacy. So, you know, drug is one molecule. And that molecule is studied for t almost 10 years, which is the average amount of time that a drug should undergo 
to be safe and effective as much as it could possibly be safe and effective. They're not all effective. Many of them are less than 50% effective and have side effects, huge side effects. But curcumin has hundreds, if not thousands, of molecules that work on many, many pathways at the same time. And that's why it provides so much benefit, not only for arthritis, but also treats type 2 diabetes and treats fatty liver disease and metabolic syndrome and heart disease. You know, doctors, when you tell them that, they just, how can, you know, you guys, you know, you, you think these are miracles. It's a, it's a fairy tale. Because doctors don't understand that natural herbal compounds contain multiple molecules where a drug contains only one molecule that affects one pathway. And in doing so, it actually puts all the other pathways out of balance because you're only affecting one pathway. And curcumin was better at reducing tumor necrosis factor, an anti-inflammatory compound associated with arthritis, better than NSAIDs, better than drugs. As in people, standard curcumin is not well absorbed in dogs. It's the same. Whether it's people or dogs, it's not well absorbed. So combining curcumin with turmeric essential oil has increased the absorption by 700% versus standard curcumin in dogs, as well as increasing by six times curcumin's detectable level in the dog's bloodstream. Good research on how curcumin can support pain or relieve pain and reduce the arthritic condition in dogs. But along with curcumin, it actually becomes more effective combined with boswellia, which also reduces joint pain in both humans and dogs. A study of 29 dogs with arthritis or spinal pain were treated with Boswellia extract for six weeks. After just two weeks, 71% of the dogs had a noticeable reduction in symptoms. So it reduced lameness pain, stiffness when walking, limping. Only one dog out of the 29 had brief, mild diarrhea and gas that was associated with the Boswellia extract. Otherwise, no side effects, no adverse events were reported in the 29 dogs in the study. So how do you use curcumin and boswellia for your dog? In many cases, don't wait until your dog is so old and stiff 
especially larger dogs. Don't wait. You know, the earlier you can treat yourself with better health conditions, the better you're going to live, and the longer you will live a quality of life. Give daily a blend of this combination. Give them, give your dogs, both small and large, but think about the large dogs first because they become more stiff and have symptoms of, of arthritis earlier because of their size. So give daily a blend of curcumin that has been bound to turmeric essential oil to increase the absorption by 700% and boswellia. Now here's what I suggest for a dosage. And you can, these are really safe. And the only thing that you could possibly have in a dog is diarrhea. But it's rare. It's not going to happen. I have never, ever had any dog have diarrhea that I had worked with. When I gave a suggestion, nobody ever came back and said, I used curcumin with my dog and I had diarrhea, or the dog had diarrhea. Never had, never happened. But in the study, there was one dog that did. But as soon as you stop it, it's over. So the dosage can be adjusted depending on the size of your dog. What I would do, if you have a small dog, I would say um, 15 pounds or less. I would give a small dog around 500 milligrams of this blend. Now, if the dog was up to 60 pounds, maybe 500 to 1,000 milligrams of this combination. And for a very large dog, over 60 pounds and up, 110 pounds, I had another Australian Shepherd buddy who passed away last year he was 110 pounds. So then I would use 1,000 to 1,500 milligrams for this size dog. They do not, this does not cause liver or stomach damage or liver disease or, or kidney damage. They are very, very safe. No adverse effect. So you can feel, yes, it's trial and error to help your dog get relief from arthritis, become more mobile and flexible. This is a, a recommendation I would use, definitely. Now I want to get to a, another subject. Let's talk about two brain-building foods. Two. Again, food is your medicine, right? So let's talk about foods. How do we build our brain and what can we do to improve the quality of our brain function? As we get older, it's a real concern, right? Well, the first of the foods are nuts. Nuts. Eating more than 10 grams of nuts a day was positively associated with better mental functioning 
including improved thinking, reasoning, and memory in a study of almost 5,000 people ages 55 and over. Now, the one that had the best benefit for the brain was walnuts. Now, if you see a whole walnut, doesn't that look like your brain? If you saw a picture of a walnut and a picture of a brain, they look very much alike. And there is some belief that that is a perfect matchup. Sounds crazy? But even in some of the botanical research, the red berries, the red colored botanicals are more treatable for heart disease because of the red color. Red, red. And the researchers of all these studies on nuts estimate eating nuts daily could improve mental function by up to 60%. 60! Where does your doctor find a drug that can improve mental function by up to 60%? And if they had one, it would probably cost you $3,000 a month. Right? A handful of nuts. That's what we're talking about, folks. Food, not drugs. Your body needs food to be healthy. We can improve our mental function. That means mental clarity. Improved thinking, reasoning, learning skills, reasoning, memory. By up to 60%. That is medicinal drug. Nuts. Include more nuts in your diet. Just a handful. You can use it as a snack before you go to bed at night. You can have a handful of nuts during one of your meals. Or as an afternoon snack. Much better if they are not roasted and salted. And walnuts very frequently do not, are not sold roasted and salted. But because people can't get away from sweets, they get caramelized nuts. They get chocolate nuts. We need healthy walnuts as a snack. Now the second food that has a powerful effect on your brain is eggs. They are very rich in a nutrient called choline. C-H-O-L-I-N-E. Choline. Choline is often associated with the B vitamins. It's not a B vitamin. But many times it's classified as such and is also included 
in a B-complex vitamin supplement. And it's a nutrient that the brain uses by converting it into a acetylene-choline, which is a neurotransmitter that helps the brain cells communicate with each other and also preserves memory. Now, researchers in Finland followed 2,500 men for almost 22 years and found that eating an egg a day, just one egg a day, reduced the risk of Alzheimer's disease. Get that? Reduced the risk, reduced the risk of Alzheimer's disease and improved mental function in later life versus men who didn't eat eggs at all. Now, they're looking for drugs to treat Alzheimer's disease. Everything to the medical community is find a drug, find a drug, find a drug. Well, I'll tell you what, the best drug in the world is the food you eat. Food keeps you healthy. Drugs don't make you healthy. And when we don't eat certain foods and we don't follow a healthy diet, we increase the risk of many diseases. And then those diseases, or I should say I should say diseases, when we don't eat well, we have consequences. We have symptoms that we don't know where they came from. Well, I do. I know where they came from because we didn't eat the right amount of vitamins and minerals and the other accessory food factors to help us be healthy. So now we're unhealthy. And we have symptoms associated with that unhealthiness. And those symptoms are classified as diseases. And now the drug companies can make a drug to treat them and make billions and billions of dollars because we did not eat well. Crazy. All we have to do is go back to a healthy diet, a healthy lifestyle, a healthy amount of exercise or activity, and we don't need drugs. So, a couple of eggs a day. I wouldn't even stop with one. Often I have three, four, five eggs a day. Eggs are one of the best and the most inexpensive forms of protein and nutrients. An egg contains almost all the nutrients we need. And at one time, they just blasted eggs because of the cholesterol content. Baloney. That is poppycock. Eggs do not increase cholesterol levels. No food can increase cholesterol levels. But cholesterol is really your friend. You don't have to try to avoid it. Our body makes the cholesterol we need. We need. And that's why the Creator instilled a mechanism of action in our body to produce cholesterol. Because we need it so badly that we, we don't have the time to look for it on an outside source if we had to have it. So the body just makes it for us. It's that critical. 
I would do some serious research about lowering cholesterol. Because more people die from low cholesterol and more people have heart attacks being on low cholesterol. And the brain is only 2% of the body weight but uses 25% of the cholesterol. And acetylcholine and walnuts, eggs and walnuts, improve our brain function. It's all food, folks, not drugs. Now, with just about a minute or two left in the program, I'm going to help you fix your swollen feet and ankles. How can we get rid of puffy ankles? Well, magnesium. In a clinical trial of women with PMS, 200 milligrams of magnesium bisglycinate, a very special form of magnesium daily, increased significantly and reduced the fluid retention and bloating. In animal models of arthritis, daily magnesium supplementation reduced joint swelling and inflammation by over 30%. And the other food is sea salt, S-E-A, sea salt, from the ocean. Not the sodium from refined table salt and sodium from processed foods. When too much sodium is consumed, it upsets the body's mineral balance and the body retains water to dilute it. Table salt is pure sodium chloride. While sea salt contains sodium plus calcium, potassium, magnesium, and trace amounts of iron, manganese, and zinc. It's a whole food. Celtic sea salt. Himalaya salt. In an animal model of high blood pressure, animals fed table salt Supplemented diet had kidney damage, blood pressure levels that were 25% higher than those that were using the Celtic sea salt diets that had no kidney damage. And with that, my friends, that's it for my day, my weekly, I guess my daily, Saturday, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, that's it for me today, I guess. So, but hey, I'll be back here tomorrow, 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock Central Standard Time on Sunday. Join me again. Tell your friends and family if they want to hear more about health and nutrition. Join me. I'd love to have you. And remember, say a prayer for this crazy, crazy, insane world. And God bless you. And I, God bless America. Thank you for listening to Terry Talks Nutrition Weekly Show. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple, Google, and iHeartRadio.